1: Plus. we'll kick off. recorded live. Welcome everyone, to the Informer Podcast. I'm your host, Tara Bentley. I want to thank all of you who take the time to listen to each of our podcasts. Our goal is to encourage and inspire Indiana homeschool families with this ministry, and I hope that you've been encouraged by our shows so far. Today, we have another incredible guest, the one and only Carol Barnier. Welcome, Carol. Oh, thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Wonderful. Well, I appreciate uh you taking the time to do this, and I'm just really looking forward to hearing you this year at our convention and I think this is actually the first time you've spoke with us here in Indianapolis. Is that correct?
0: I think it is. I'm so glad it took me years to get that invitation, so I'll take it. <laughs>
1: It's very exciting. Well, let me just start off by telling our listeners a little bit more about you. Uh, Carol is a fresh, fun, and popular Christian conference speaker, unlike any you've heard before. Her objective is to have the wit of Irma Bombeck crossed with the depth of C.S. Lewis, but admits that on most days, she only achieves a solid Lucy Ricardo with a bit of Bob the Tomato. She is a delightful speaker, an entertaining author, an adequate wife, and a pitiful housekeeper. <laughs> and just to be clear, because I am never one to judge someone else's housekeeping skills, those are your words, Carol, right? Not mine.
0: <laughs> those are not only are those my words. That's what it reads on my business card. So I, I believe in owning the truth. You know, it's it's a good place to go.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, and I think that your bio speaks volumes about why you are such a popular speaker because um, it's so much bigger than your similarities to Bob the Tomato. It's really about your honesty and sharing your story, and it allows people to see real struggles that so many families deal with.
0: Yeah, you know, I think when I first started – homeschooling, I, I saw these, these wonderful women speakers who just had it all together, and, and I really believe they did. I don't believe that they were you know, fraudulent in any way, but very often I would, I would look at those women and I would think, oh, my goodness, I, I don't think I can do this because I just thought I could never match up to that standard. So I, I've decided that God has called me to a very different role. While well, well you look at some women and you think, wow, I don't think I can do that, when you listen to me you think, if that woman can homeschool I am so sure. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a gift. So I'm just going to assume that's my role and go with it.
1: I, I absolutely agree with you. I'm with you. I could never, you know, I'll let Martha Stewart do her thing and I will do my thing. Absolutely. And, <laughs> <laughs> well, your personal story as a homeschool mom really revolves a lot also around the challenges of having children with ADHD. And you began off Uh, with what you thought would be a small website, with your top 10 teaching tips, and you eventually wrote the book, How to Get Your Child Off the Refrigerator and On to Learning. So what were the early days uh, like when you first made the decision to homeschool your child and as you were working through what that meant for your family?
0: Well, in the beginning, it—I it, went into homeschooling, kicking and screaming. I mean, it, you know, so many people will tell you, "Oh, we prayed about it for years, and we thought it through, and we checked this out," and it was such a thought-through decision for so many people. That is not my story. We began homeschooling because we simply didn't feel we had any other choice. I I had a child who had had um, a lot of surgical issues, and and as a result, when we figured out he had ADHD, we could not medicate him. That simply wasn't an option. So when we visited all of the public school classrooms that he could have gone into, every single teacher watched him interact with the children, and every single one of them said, this child's not going to be able to function in this classroom unless he's medicated. And I, I don't, you know, I hold, hold no grudges against these teachers because the truth is when I looked at him interacting in that classroom, I thought the same thing. I, I really understood why they were cautious about I mean, he was a whirlwind. So we decided to homeschool because we thought maybe we'll have, you know, we can afford a private school later on down the road. I don't know, but we, we just knew we couldn't put him in the classroom because we couldn't medicate him. And then for six months, it was the most horrible decision I'd ever made. I mean, it was, you know, I was trying to, you know, I did what an awful lot of us who start homeschooling do. I went home and basically recreated the traditional classroom that had failed him in kindergarten. But, you know, we do that. We right. start out with what we know. And it took me six months of of misery for for him and for me for me to finally say this is not working i'm going to throw out everything i believe i know about teaching and i'm just going to kind of wing it here i'm going to relax i'm going to try a bunch of different things and we're going to see what works and that's when it clicked that's when homeschooling began to work for us and i began to find out how this child learned and what he needed and and what works and that was 21 years ago and and i've since then homeschooled all all three children, two of whom were ADHD. Um, But we figured it out, and oh, my goodness, I wouldn't trade it now for the world.
1: Oh, I know that feeling. I'm going to pause just for a second to comment between you and I. There are a couple points where I'm not hearing you, and I'm not 100% sure if it's my connection or yours and if it's going to be on the recording.
0: Oh, dear. Okay. Well, Um, do you want to reschedule this? For a time when I
1: have a landline. Um, what I think I need, I'm just, I'm. It, it happened three times. Oh boy. And I'm not. Sh- I'm just not sure. Okay. Um, if you, if we can pause this, let me listen to what we have recorded so far.
0: Yeah, let's do Perhaps,
1: that. Let me at least do that. I don't want. To so let me listen.
0: You know what? You, I just, just lost you completely right then too.
1: Okay, Absolutely so cut I'm not completely, yeah. Okay, let's pause this. Let me double check and then send you a quick message. Is there a time later today that would work better?
0: Yeah, I'm sure there is. I'd have to talk with my husband and find out when he's not going to be, because he works from home and uses the landline for his office phone. But uh, sometime when he's not oh, on okay. it, then we could just take that.
1: Let yeah, let me listen to this. Confirm that it's not just. Um, I mean, I'm sure that if we're both hearing gaps. We've got a yeah. problem. Yeah, that's so, not good.
0: Um, you want me okay, to hang well, on
1: right listen. here? I can do that. Well, no, because I have to stop it, get out of the call. It takes time to process and just double-check. So give me about 10 minutes, and then okay. I will give you a message back on Facebook.
0: Okay, good deal. I'll look for you there.
1: Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye.
0: With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?